You're going to get fired. You're going to be in so much trouble. Yes, I want the Maserati. Yes, I want the Academy Award. I wanted it when I was 12, and I still want it to this day. I want one kid to record himself watching this right now and then point the camera to himself and be like, I want it. And then I want to see your YouTube channel take off. Hey, I'm Will. I post adventure vlogs on YouTube. And I really want it. Well, welcome to the Dev Show. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, man. Of course, I'm happy to be here. Finally made it happen. Sorry, I'm flaky. No, that's <laughs> all right, man. This is part of the business, you know. For sure. So I, I, I'm, I'm not sure really how I discovered your channel or if you did. You watch Outer Banks? I did. And I feel like we talked about that the first time that we tried to have a Zoom call because I saw you got actors from it on. I don't know if I did anything with that or how like you could have found me through that. I'm trying to think, but I don't know. Like, I think I found you ultimately through TikTok, but um, it could have been the Probably. Outer Banks thing because I, I did a bunch of live videos with the cast members from Outer Banks, and uh, mm. I think I. But but it might have been might have been TikTok. Either way. Uh, I found your your TikTok and then your YouTube channel, and on TikTok you're you're out here you're at, or you're out there you're in you're in LA most of the time and um, you're doing things with your friends sort of uh, oh you know how you know how I discovered you it just came to me I watched a TikTok video of yours that was saying the best footage or the best of 2020 or something like that. And and it showed mm -hmm. a, a compilation of things that you did that year. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, I yeah I kind of do. That was probably early quarantine when I really was like getting going on TikTok. I I had a couple montages like blow up like that, and that's what really helped my YouTube like get a little bit of attention. So yeah. Yeah. So uh, before we dive into like the specifics and everything, I have a few questions. What's your goal with the channel? Um, in general so I mean basically it comes down to like I'm kind of an entrepreneurial personality and I really just want to work for myself and my passion is filmmaking and fucking around and can I curse on here yeah, you yeah. Can curse. <laughs> and uh just like doing stuff with my friends traveling going on adventures so I'm looking at all this and I'm like well I want to make films about that and right now it's like YouTube and TikTok is the most popping platforms that like those are where those videos would live if I don't want to have to go through a studio and try and work my way up in Hollywood like so many people are trying to. I'd kind of just rather do it for myself. So then if possible, I can just get up every day and just grab my camera and do exactly what I want to do. So that's, I guess, my end goal to just be able to sustain myself off of social media and my own content alone. Right. And I think that's kind of like a, a, the updated version of even the american dream itself just going and chasing after what you want right and um i commend you for doing that one because I, I i don't know if you know but i'm actually in the same boat that you are i love 
filmmaking and I study people like Peter Walbeck who does different film uh, tutorial videos basically Watch cinematography stuff, yeah, yeah. Um, and you do a really good job of that How, so when did you start you. to yeah no 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 problem when did you start to pick up the camera and l take these shots learn these these things when did that all arise for you so um let me think all right well i was in high school and i was playing basketball and then this is like way back but i was about 15 16 and i played basketball my whole life and then all of a sudden i got cut and from like my high school team and i was all upset but then i started picking up bmx and just literally got so obsessed with it and naturally like after a while you start wanting to record yourself so I'd make like little like steady, just like set up cam videos of me like on the curb doing little tricks and stuff. And through that, I kind of just started vlogging just with an iPhone or like a camcorder or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then it just, I started just with BMX stuff. And then all of a sudden I started recording at home and recording my friends, like just saying random shit or like doing other stunts and whatever. And then through that, I just kind of, slowly got more and more into cinematography and i was like just literally got obsessed with it started watching like peter mckinnon uh all those dudes on youtube learned everything i knew from youtube and yeah i just started upgrading my camera and not, and then i got to a point where i could do freelance video work to make money and then put that money back into my channel so or like my own content buy new cameras so that's basically yeah. how i got started in cinematography and then I think editing is like a pretty huge part of it too. I learned all that stuff off YouTube, but just kind of developing my own unique style was really cool to me. And just like taking little influences from, cause I was obsessed with YouTube also since I was 15, 16. So yeah, that's kind of how I got all that going. Yeah. And so for anybody at home who is watching, who's not really, that big into cinematography cameras uh editing stuff like that i do want to dive a little bit into that kind of conversation Let's do it, if, bro. If, yeah um i could talk all day about that shit i know right so <laughs> i want to do that too basically the goal was to take my show around canada and then the states to events and do cinematic vlogs in a, in a way mm -hmm. but i wanted to format it so it looked like a traveling show but um uh, and then I want to turn it, I want to be able to do the freelance sort of thing. Like you mentioned, how, how has that worked out for you? How did you get into doing freelance? Are they commercials? Yeah. So I've done a couple like smaller scale commercials. Cause in the end of the day, it's always kind of just been me and my camera and maybe like one person to help me. But so it's not like this whole giant production, but I started, I think a few summers ago, I DM'd this dude who's like a trainer his name is approved by brooks on instagram he's really cool but uh he had like 80k followers or something and i like hit him up i'm like yo i can make videos for you so i started working with him a lot we made like workout edits and tutorials and stuff like that and he'd pay me a little bit and that was dope working that was like my first client and then started i worked with like an orthodontist and kind of like random jobs would just keep picking up maybe my parents friend would just be like oh hey like is your son doing like videos now like I kind of need one so it'd be like smaller scale type stuff like that and then actually recently I got into since I'm in college right now I'm at Penn State uh 
I was doing sorority recruitment videos because like sororities need uh, like videos that they show at Rush or whatever. And they have mm. pretty sizable budgets. So I was like, oh, that's easy money. Get in there, film with like 25 girls and then edit a little montage of them doing whatever. And yeah, that's kind of where, and I've kind of thought about upscaling my freelance stuff, but at that, at some point I kind of made like enough money that I was like, all right, I'm going to chill with it for a little bit. Cause I really want to go deep into my own stuff. Cause once I started making money on TikTok, like just a little bit, I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta maximize this, you know? Mm -hmm. Cause that's like the most fun money you can make possibly. Yeah. So out of all the platforms that you use, like, like you said, there's TikTok, there's YouTube, the algorithms from YouTube have changed so drastically since oh, yeah. you know, the OG Roman Atwood, BF first GF, Frank first Frank, all those guys, the algorithm has changed crazy. so much. Who, yeah. who do you draw inspiration from? Who did you watch as a kid? So when I first started, because I really never even, I mean, I watched like old YouTube, like, I mean, the o, like OG videos, like how to be gangster and stuff like that, you know, like classics. But, uh, and then, I don't know, recently when I, got, when I really got into it, when I started filming, I was watching a lot of camera stuff. So like Peter McKinnon's like my favorite, Daniel, Daniel Schiffer, and then obsessed with Casey Neistat. And this is because those guys were like more informational to me where I really draw like inspiration for my videos that I'm really trying to create like them or I was at least. And now I'm kind of developing into my own thing. Uh, mm. Casey, like David Dobrik, um, even like, oh, Danny Duncan is like my favorite. Like his videos, I, I've been watching him for years. He's hilarious and his stuff is so amazing, but yeah, that's pretty much, I, I've probably got 10 more, but those are like the big ones for me. Like those three dudes probably really shaped like, cause well, it was like Casey, just the, the way I, like he did 800 days in a row of vlogging, which is the hardest that I, I can't even imagine that his daily schedule must've been absolutely insane. And I just liked his like simple style of doing day-to-day -day stuff. And when you watch my old vlogs, you can be like, okay, yeah, he was a kid trying to copy Casey. And then when David came into the picture, David Dobrik, he like, he basically reinvented vlogging or at least popularized that style where it's quick, it's extreme. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so that's kind of how I edit now. And that's shaped a lot of it. And then Danny, just cause I love stunts and beautiful cinematography and he's fucking hilarious too. So. Yeah. yeah. And so you also ride longboards and, and I, I don't know if you skate, but you said you're, you did BMXing as well. And, and, uh, I kind of, I, I like longboarding too. And, and I think that mixing the cin cinematography with stuff like that is just beautiful in a way. It's amazing. Yeah. It's dope, dude. Yeah, no, I, so I was never really a big skater. I like, I mean, I'll longboard, I'll do random stunts but yeah i was the way you can make stunts look when you really like learn cinematography and it's kind of tricky because like my friends don't really know how to use the camera so i'm always like okay camera settings shoot it from here 
I'm going to go right up there and then keep me in the frame as much as you can, you know, but then when they're doing shit, I'll be filming it in like my own way. But yeah, that's like, that's really what I'm into. And just like, cause if for people who don't know about my videos or anything, it's kind of like they're quick cut five minute ish vlogs. We do a lot of stunts, traveling, uh, all stuff like that. And I try and incorporate good cinematography as well as like funny, like vlog type clips. So. Yeah. And that's the whole new, new generation of, of vlogging is quick and quick and ready to go. I remember watching, uh, Jesse, oh, I don't, I forget what his, what his last name is, but he was BF first GF and they did like the whole daily vlogging thing, like you said too. And, and it literally sp split them apart. Um, but yeah, a, a YouTuber that I kind of get uh, vibes from your videos is um, Yes Theory. Do you know who they are? I fucking love Yes Theory, bro. Thank you for saying that. But yeah, no, that if I had to say a fourth in, uh, inspiration for me, it would definitely be them. Just the way they conceptualize ideas. Uh, yeah. And their ideas are crazy. Yeah. They're so, yeah. Thank you for the compliment, but yeah. Oh, no, that, like, I kind of, like, I draw a lot of inspiration off of Yes Theory also. I talked totally. with with Matt um, when they were at, like, 100,000 subscribers. I was messaging him on Facebook. I'm like, oh, I love what you're doing. I like what you're doing. And they replied to me. And then, swear, like, two weeks later, they're at a million. And I'm like, wow. It's, yeah, dude. But, and now they're like... Now they're like a big YouTube channel, like what, like six mil or something like that. Some something crazy, but they've also yeah. split now too to go do their own things and mm -hmm. and so part of what reminded reminded me of Yes Theory from you was the the traveling and um, the the basically seeking adventures in a way, and um, it's just like a really really cool thing to watch and do they they started off with their vertical videos i remember watching them with that they'd go to abandoned places and whatnot what mm -hmm. sorts of things are you ready or do you want to do that you haven't done i think my wife i okay no we're good um okay so uh, just like so plans for the future and stuff like that just what i see some things myself. that you want to do yeah just some ideas well i mean definitely once this is all over i want to go traveling a little bit yeah. and just go to different places and what one thing i admire a ton about yes theory that i really want to incorporate into my own videos and even danny duncan does this in his own way it's more comical but i like interacting with strangers like that's such a cool part of their videos to me yeah and i would love to do something like um like inviting strangers to this and like going a random adventure and bring people along and convince people, you know, uh, I really mm -hmm. like that. Cause it kind of gives this one like genuine kind of flavor to the video because they're random. They're not a YouTuber. Like it's just a person. So it's kind of like that yeah. connection and it's kind of unpredictable. Like what'll happen. You never know like what kind of character you'll find. And from my experience, I mean, I've filmed with random people a little bit. It's always been, a good time and you meet interesting people all over the place like wherever you are um in terms of like ideas that i'm trying to do 
I don't know. I mean, I, I want to keep doing like the stunts that I'm doing. I almost want to like level it up. I'm buying, <laughs> I'm buying a cop, like an old cop car this summer. This is like my big plan for the first couple of weeks when I get home. Uh, and I'm going to make a whole like series, like cutting the top off, like drifting, jumping it, stuff like that. So I, I kind of want to like, just do anything that seems fun to me, traveling, talking to people, making like conceptual idea YouTube videos. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, it, I still want it in the vlog format because I think that's enjoyable to watch. And that's kind of what I like to film too. But um, I really like videos that have like a distinct kind of purpose, whether it's just a bit or it's the whole thing. Absolutely. I think that um, if you ever make your way up here to uh, Niagara Falls or you should plan a plan a falls trip and get together yeah, bro. do something but you've got a good a good group of uh friends supporting you and and everything and so how like i'm trying to think of like how to phrase a question out of that but having that support with your friends how does that how is that important to you i mean dude it it couldn't happen without them like it's always it's always a, a funny balance because i mean all like that's what I love about my friends that are here at school, like my college friends that I met and then my OG like friends from back home is that they're, they're just down to film. And like, I really couldn't do without them when I'm alone. Like I have nothing to shoot, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. So it's, I mean, yeah. Props to them for being down with whatever random or possibly stupid idea I come up with, or all of us like sending a road trip. They're pretty adventurous and like, we share a lot of interests. So like, that's dope. And wh when I like pitch an idea and I'm like, okay, I'm going to set this up. Like, let's go do it. Most of them are like, okay, yeah, sure. Like I'm down, you know? Yeah. So it works out. Yeah. The road trips seem, seem real fun. I, I haven't really gone on a proper road trip yet. I mean, seven, eight hours. Dude, you got it, bro. Yeah. Those are, so I mean, yeah, that's probably, that's, that's pretty proper, but no, the, those are like my favorite times. Cause I, I'm like, I, have you seen into the wild? I, I seen it, but I think I fell asleep, but it was only because I was super tired. Otherwise it was yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. I heard it's a really no. good movie. It's yeah, it's pretty good. I read the book too. And I just, it's more like the story that I just love. Like just mm -hmm. that adventure, like being in random places in America and just whatever you, you're in your car and like, like, we we did one to the Grand Canyon, I think, last year, and we slept in the car and just, like, brushed our teeth with a water bottle, like, just shit like that, where you're not, you get outside the city and mm -hmm. just film whatever happens. There's so much possibility for good content and just, like, freeing. I don't know. I love that. Yeah. So, like, in the future, do you want to be on the road more than you are, like, housebound? Like that's, that's a, a dumb question, question but <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a good one, honestly, because I like, I don't know. I guess it would just depend on how I'm feeling. I do see myself like, I want to, I want to buy a house and have like, cause I want to get into, I mean, I want to have like a studio where like I do a podcast maybe, and I have like an, like maybe an assistant editor in the future. Like these are like my my aspirations my vision for like my house and stuff like that mm -hmm. 
but at the same time, I see totally see myself like getting like a sprinter van and making it look cool and like comfortable inside and just taking that thing everywhere. Like I would be so down to do that for months at a time and just film really like, yeah, I don't know. It's going to, I'm, I'm a pretty impulsive person. So I guess it'll, it'll just be like whatever I'm feeling at the moment, but yeah. I could definitely see myself doing that. So maybe, maybe 50, 50, maybe a little bit more one year. I don't know. hundred percent. And, um, a lot of people have kind of the same dream or aspirations in the sense that they want to go. I, I just want to go. I just want to buy a plane ticket. I just want to, I just want to, but they mm. don't. Yeah. And so I think that like, if you look at your situation, you mentioned how, you know, you, you'll, you'll talk to your friends and you'll say, okay, we're doing this. And, and then it just happens. Um, I think that that's probably the best way to do it is to just do it. You know, um, you really do just have to do it yeah yeah and, and like i don't know some of it because there's all there's that's like such a, a thing about social media is there's so many like adventures and pe like van life tiktok and people that travel and then there's people that's saying like oh you're just posting the highlights of your life like none of this is real like whatever blue ass water and both are like valid to me in some to some degree but yeah like and it's not like I've like, I don't know. There, there's definitely places out there that I'm like, oh, like, I just want to go there. Like, I just want to go to Greece or whatever. And like, I, I'm, I'm not like world traveling at all by, by any means. But yeah, we, we really do just try and like do shit. So if we're trying to cliff jump or we're trying to go on a road trip, we're just like tomorrow at seven. We're yeah. leaving, you know. That's how it's got to be. You just have to or else Where like it won't happen. You said you want to go, but where do you want to go? Around the world or just to just, what do I want to go to? Like where, where are your dream destinations? You said Greece, where else? Dude, Greece, Croatia, like Australia is like my biggest one that I want to go to. Oh yeah. Maybe uh, Australia just seems sick. Like, first of all, I love their accents and second off the nature and the animals and like Sydney seems dope. I don't know. I, all, all of the Australians that I know are hilarious too. So I feel like it should be a funny place to be. You know, you gotta <laughs> collab with Factor Cap if you if you get down there. Oh yeah, those. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about those dudes. Wait, what's their name? Like, um, X. What his name? Party X. shirt. Party shirt. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, I knew that because. Uh, I think they're Do in you know LA, though, at this point. Yeah, they probably are. Um, that seems to be what happens yeah. with the TikTokers. They just migrate. But see, I'm in Canada, and I told my mom the other day, I said, Mom, like, because uh, I don't know if we talked a little bit about this, but it snowed in April, and we have these treacherous eight-month, well, that's an exaggeration, maybe like six-month winters, half of the year is they spent indoors so i told her like I, like i'm going to end up going down south eventually and i think that i think that uh, a lot of people tend to go that way and it's all, what is it like being in la just from a, on a day-to-day -day basis do you see people grinding everywhere you are like if you look for it 
that's out there. I think there's I think there's a ton of stereotypes about LA. Some are very true. Some are kind of like, eh. I mean, like, are you going to be seeing celebrities every on every corner? Like, definitely not. But if you go hang out at places where celebrities hang out, yeah, you probably will. You know, uh, there's it's definitely probably my favorite thing about it besides like the diversity and what you can do. And there's so many cool neighborhoods and the beach and downtown and Hollywood and wherever. Uh, but that it's like, it's pretty creative. Like you can definitely sense it, especially if you like seek out the, that community within it. Cause there's a million communities in LA. There's like mm-hmm. 13 million people. So there's definitely like, that's probably my favorite thing about it. Just that there's so many people that are on a creative grind that like, if you want to find them, you find them. And then I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. I feel like, um, cause I live in Niagara Falls and that's 40 minutes, a little bit longer than 40 minutes down the road from Toronto. Have you ever been to Toronto? I haven't. Definitely got to check. I want to go there too. I've heard it's cool. It is neat. Yeah. Um, yeah. but Six when I'm in seven. Toronto, I get this feeling, even though you like you, you, all you do is see people pass you on the street, you still feel very upbeat and like the atmosphere is just go 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 and and i feel like that's what la would be like i i want to go there just to ride down the down the long roads but um yeah i I wanted to get into like more of a a little little technical side what do you what camera do you shoot with i'm on a 1dx mark ii canon okay is that does that shoot 4k yeah it does 4k at 60 frames and then 120 frames per second at 1080p. And it's mostly actually meant as like a photo camera. Like if you go to an NFL game or an NBA game, all the people will have that because it shoots 16 frames per second or photos per second. Um, but yeah, it also doubles as an amazing or video camera, but it's actually like, it's giant. <laughs> like I should have brought right. it in here, but it's it's kind of like, when I see other people that make YouTube, they're like, what are you doing? That thing actually, it actually weighs six pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I weighed it. Cause I was like, why is this thing? I'm getting stronger in one arm, but yeah, I love that camera. I'll probably always use it. Honestly, it's pretty old and there's like new Canon models that are coming out that are really good, but that's just like, I, I know it so well. It's like yeah. my fingers just go to the places and like, it makes it seamless for me to shoot. It's also just, it looks amazing. And then I shoot with a 16 to 35, 2.8 Canon L lens. Cool. So that's cool. my favorite lens also, wide angle, but it gives you a little bit of zoom if you need it. Right, right. What's your editing process? What do you use? I am a proud Final Cut Pro user. Nice. Yeah, are you, do, is that what you use or do you use Adobe? No, no, Adobe? Or, <laughs> no. Let me think. Uh, I don't want to come out here and expose myself. <laughs> All right. You don't have to say. No, no. Wait, what's I'm the using... third one? Like Dissolve or? I don't know. I'm using a, an outdated Sony Vegas. So that's called okay. Vegas. Yeah. But it's, go, it's yeah. all right. I'm a Sony um, Vegas. But I'm uh, hopefully aiming towards going to Final Cut uh, eventually. Um, or I could give you a pitch on Final Cut because everyone talks shit about it. Because all these Adobe users are like, oh, it's not that professional. It's not, you can't do all the things. As good as Most Premiere. Of that's bullshit. Yeah, as much as, much as Adobe Premiere Pro. Um, yeah. But 
I like it because first of all, there's a magnetic timeline. And so like when you, it's so fast to edit, like I've, I've used Adobe before and it just feels like clunky and slow and it lags. And the, so like when you cut a clip out in final cut, it just meets it. And then you put a new one in on the timeline. And that's like yeah. the most important thing to me pretty much while I'm editing. Um, Cause it just keeps it going so fast. It does work that I don't have to. I use the touch bar on my laptop. I never thought I'd use the touch bar, but it's actually like maybe the most important feature of my laptop now. Um, right. Yeah, Final Cut, it renders big files well. Yeah. I've never ever had anything where I'm like, oh, I need Adobe or I need some other program to do this. It's always been cap like capable, so, and it's just so fast renders and premiere charges you like what fifty dollars a month it's yeah it's a subscription so final cuts 300 one-time payment and i actually bought it when i was like 12 because i skipped this part but i did shoot like when i was a little kid like 11 12 i had like my first youtube channel where i would use like a point and shoot and after a while i just bought final cut and I still have it and it's like still valid. No subscription needed. I'm 21 now. So nice. Well, that's, yeah. that's a bonus. You made a good choice when you're young there. So now you don't have to regret it. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, man. Well, that's, that's really cool. And, and I, I am following the YouTube. What are you going to I don't know. For? I'm film. Actually. So you are in school for film. Yeah. So I was business and then I changed majors year yeah last spring and i mean i'm glad i'm in the film because i have like this deep deep resentment for schoolwork and just everything around it because i feel like to some degree like i don't need it like i'm not going to use it and yeah i learned i'm not trying to recommend it <laughs> like anti-school but just for me personally i learned everything that i know every useful skill that i have i've learned in from youtube or yeah. like other things in life but the real world um yeah so i just feel like but i am glad that at least my assignments if i'm gonna be doing school assignments like at least it's making a script or a short film or whatever and i've posted some of my work from school onto my youtube even so yeah that's are you I'm a studying. big fan of uh are you a big fan of cinema like stuff that comes out like are you uh yeah like a movie buff yeah to some degree yeah i'm definitely like super into my favorite movies i'm not like watching every best picture nomination type thing like mm -hmm. you know i kind of catch them as they come to me but definitely like i'm big on a lot of different movies for kind of like i guess film nerd type reasons and like when i'm watching a movie i'll be trying to analyze it i've worked as so I worked in Louisiana for a month, uh, 2019 summer on a film set. And ever since then, it was a crazy experience, super like enriching. And like, that's kind of my, my advice to film people. Like, yeah, film school is cool, but if you could PA on a set, it's 10 times more valuable. Actually, maybe a hundred times. Like you'll learn so much. You talk to people, you talk to the cinematographer, you talk to the sound guy you get the the breath of the set, you know, like how it, how it moves, how people are going around. And you're like, wow, this is how big production works. But yeah. 
ever since then I'm kind of like even more so like just analyzing like oh I bet they like added some atmosphere in this shot like I'm thinking about the PAs running around you know like stuff like that but yeah I'm super into long answer but yeah I'm I'm into movies and TV for sure once you can go on an actual set big or small whenever you're watching anything for a good time into the future you you'll be thinking about things you saw on set and i have kind of totally. the same experience when i was acting but um so what do you want to do long term uh, movie wise are you writing your own screenplays or do you want to work on other sets um that's a good question i mean i don't know i at one point i saw myself kind of maybe being like working as a cinematographer or stuff like that. And I still could do that type of stuff. I feel like I'm like, once I got to a level of technicality and like, once I kind of mastered my camera and thought really about what I want to do with my content, I kind of like stopped thinking about, oh, maybe I'll get really good and like learn about the the red, you know, or like an Ari Alexa and try and use that or whatever. That being said, I would like to, yeah, I would totally be down to like write stuff, direct. If somebody came to me with a directing opportunity, I would be like, and it was cool and I was interested, then yeah, totally. I think since I'm again such like a, I like to be independently creative, like I wouldn't want to PA a bunch and then like work my way up in Hollywood that way. Um, Cause it's just so like systematic and you're working for somebody else. It's like, I don't know, it's really not my thing, but um yeah I would definitely hopefully so my plan is kind of to make money off YouTube because that's like right now like YouTube's my biggest passion like even if I could make a big film like I'm into that kind of stuff but I really just like the raw format of YouTube and how it's edited by me and produced by me and directed and everything you know what I mean like I kind of have a piece in every part of the project yeah. So I'm really into the idea of making a documentary though, eventually. Cool. I think that'd be dope. So I'd probably want to, I'd probably want to yeah, direct that, write it, and then have a part in the editing as well. Something like, honestly, like even what Yes Theory has been doing, like they've released 50 minute documentaries. Like, I, I mean, it is a documentary, just the fact that it lives on YouTube makes it seem kind of less official, but yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool. So that's kind of my aspirations. Maybe if I have an idea for a feature film or something I want to write or something, some experimental thing I'm envisioning, hopefully by that point I can fund it myself and make it like an independent project and hire people around me. Absolutely. And I think that's something that um, I, I get where you're coming from in the sense that you kind of want to have, not necessarily control, but... Um, you want to have somewhat a control over everything. Yeah. Yeah. You want, things, I mean, you, you want it to go how you want it to go. And then when you're working up in the, in a set, it's like. There's so many hands on deck and I don't have any problem with that. It's not like I'm like a super control freak where like yeah. any project I work on, I have to be like, I love being a part of something that I'm learning from somebody who's been around longer, who's, really creative and I respect them but it feels like 
it's like when it's my project, like I really want it to be mine, you know? Yeah. I kind of want it to either be mine or not mine, but I help. Yeah. And the in-between, because like, I don't know. It's not like, it's not about being like a good team player. It's just like, I don't know. It's not quite as rewarding. And yeah, that that's kind of what it comes down to. It's more rewarding. And I just feel like I really got my creative taste in there. That being said, I would totally like, if me and like a friend or a couple people were like thinking about this idea all together and then we like carried it out and it was like a three person or whatever, like me and my boy like wrote something and then carried it out. I'd be stoked with it and I'd be happy to do it. Um, yeah, totally though. Awesome, man. So where can we find everything that, that's going on with you? All right. You ready for it? Instagram, TikTok, both at set will free. And then my main platform that I really focus all my stuff into is YouTube. And that's just my name, Will Freark. So if you like adventure, traveling, cinematography, stunts, basically all kinds of fucking around in my own style, definitely go check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. But yeah, set Will Free and Will Freark. That's me. You guys know what to do. Go check out his channel. I'm going to leave a card right above me right here. I get to putting the cards there about 40% of the time, so if not, it's in the description. Uh, but thanks for watching. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already, and uh, stay up to date with interviews coming your way through the Dev Show. Okay.